0: Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Hope you guys are doing well this morning. That was cool. That was powerful and uh, excited about today. So I have the oddity of being an early bird and a night owl and whatever the middle of the day is. I was telling somebody that at breakfast, I'm just always awake, so... I'm super excited. They're going to set up a couple things up here for just a second. Um, one of the neat things about freedom, like I said last night, is it, it uh, creates the opportunity for us to ruin that freedom. Uh, another thing about freedom is it can free us from the things that we choose that rob our freedom as well. And it's this this weird oxymoron where you, freedom can lead to bondage or freedom can lead to to true freedom, and uh, one of those examples, I have water, thank you, she's like on it, like I I bet if I chug this right now, another water would appear. Anyway, so um, one of the oddities about freedom is that we realize when people have the freedom to do whatever they want, eventually we have to step in and set boundaries. So like camp rules, for instance, at a retreat or whatever, I guarantee you some of the rules you hear about were not always here. Somebody did something stupid, and we made a new rule. That's kind of how it goes. So, um, is the hazer still blowing? I feel like I'm just in ha- Okay, good, all right. I was like, in the mist! Anyways, um, you're thinking I'm gonna do it, cut somebody in half or something with the amount of fog up here, and probably could because you couldn't see it. So anyways, one of the hobbies I have besides collecting Star Wars figures and naming children after Star Wars characters is I like to uh, find things with odd warning labels on them. I do this, I developed this hobby when uh, my wife t- took way too long in every store we've ever been in, <clears throat> except the grocery store. So I'm like, "Oh, like, buy the ounce, this one's cheaper. And she's like, just get the name brand. Anyway, I'm like, no, 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 we can't, we can't do this. Especially right now with the price of eggs. Have you guys seen the, the price of eggs? One day we're going to like tell the story to our kids about the goose who laid the golden egg and they're going to be like, gold's nothing. Eggs themselves are worth more than gold. If this keeps going, hopefully, hopefully that goes away because I like my eggs. Um, So while I've been waiting on my wife before, I've just noticed things on products. So now I just kind of walk around, meander around the store, open up certain, like grab certain things and just read it and be like, oh my gosh, that's funny that they had to put that. Probably somebody somewhere did something stupid. And now it made it onto the the warning label. There was a freedom in buying a product before that didn't include a boundary. You could just buy this product and experiment with it. And then somebody died or went to the hospital or whatever and they're like, oh, we gotta put this warning on there. I think some warnings are probably preemptive now because as a society, we like to sue people. We're like, oh, they didn't tell me not to lodge it up my nostril. Anyway, so like, so they got to just preemptively put some stuff. But most of these warnings on these actual products that I've purchased, not to use, mind you, just to, to look at. Anyways, uh, <laughs> now to bring to you in this trunk, all right? So these all have actual <clears throat> warning labels on them. So I was hanging out in the baby section when I didn't have a baby or a baby with me. That's always creepy for a guy because people are looking at you just looking at baby stuff. Maybe I'm buying it for a baby shower. Who knows, mind your own business, right? And uh, I found this like toilet seat thing. This is kind of a weird thing to buy if you're just gonna use it as an illustration because there's really nothing else I can use this for unless I lose a lot of weight in the backside. All right, so I'm afraid to fall in. So this thing you would think like they would, I don't know what they would tell you not to use it for maybe not to wear it on your neck or something, Um, which is actually what they say. So somebody got it stuck on their head at some point. It says, do not allow child to place on or over the head. And they say this kind of treating the parents like morons. Like if a kid gets this on their head, it's our fault. Like we were like, oh, what are you going to do with that? I'm going to wear it. Well, I guess you can. There was nothing on the package. So you just wear it all day, and the collar's a little bit wet, and everything, and you're like, "Did you have chocolate?" Anyway, so just bad stuff, right? And they tell you not to, not to do that, right? Okay, so that's like I thought maybe maybe don't use it as a tribal mask or something like that. But it was it was just that. And this one actually has if you know, oh, we could actually use this now. I just realized we're potty trading, and it's been sitting in here. I think my wife just bought one. Anyways. <laughs> It's got like, <laughs> it's been in this trunk in my closet. So um, this arm and hammer thing, like you twist it in baking soda, helps. I guess poopery wasn't invented when I bought this. All right. So then we've got, I've got a few more in here, if that's cool with you guys. I like this one. Have any, has anybody ever seen World's Best Glass Cleaner? Yeah. All right. So if you haven't read the warning on this, it's very humorous. And I'm surprised the warning itself doesn't lead to lawsuits. So it says... Prolonged or repeated now somebody's not going to believe me, so come up here real quick. Just make sure this word I have underlined is really there. Prolonged or repeated contact will result in defatting or drying of the skin, defatting of the skin. You think I mean, somebody's not going to get lost it because they're like, "Where do I need some help?" <laughs> world's best glass cleaner. you know. Like, I guess the skin just starts breaking down, so don't buy this. That's my disclaimer. That's my warning label to you, thinking it's gonna get rid of some fatty areas. Um, there, is a, there is a secret to do that. It's called diet and exercise. All right, it is. And uh, yeah, so world's best glass cleaner might defat you, all right? Now, if you have peanut allergies, I promise I'm not gonna open this, and it is empty. All right, this cocktail peanuts with sea salt wanted to let you know May contain peanuts. (laughs) I certainly hope so. That's why I purchased it. It may, the, the, the part that gets me is may. Not contains peanuts. May contain peanuts. What else could be in there? Yeah, almonds or something? Acorns? You know, like, this is for my squirrel. All right. This warning is not on the actual item. It was with the, uh, in the box. But it warns you not to iron clothes while wearing. <laughs> this is from Westinghouse, White Westinghouse. You can look that up. I'm like, who is doing that? Who has to be warned? Like, I mean, I, I get dressed in the dark a lot because my wife's still sleeping and I leave pretty early. And uh, I've never like looked, at, looked with my iPhone's flashlight in the closet, like, looked at the shirt and been like, oh, it's just a little bit wrinkled but or I didn't notice it until it was on me and I'm in the mirror in the bathroom I'm like I don't have time to take this off and iron it I'm just gonna do it while it's on right you're just kind of like should be good now (laughs) you know let's get the back I have to be careful I don't want to sever the cord that I have for this microphone around my head and I'm just like, who did that? Who came into the emergency room just covered with burns? And they're like, sir, have you been in a fire? No. You can't tell what happened? No wrinkles. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to see if I see if I didn't have the defatting spray and I lost weight too quickly and now it's all hangy. Ha. I'm going to fix that. You can probably guess what the warning on this bad boy is. You can some of you will be able to see it from there if I move this. This wing pack is not a flying toy. I'm pretty sure Woody told us that in the first Toy Story. That's not flying, that's falling with style. In Toy Story 4, they brought it full circle where Buzz said that he wasn't flying, he was falling with style. Did you remember that? That That was the only cool thing about that. Huh? Buzz said it? Oh, I forgot that, well, there you go. There you go. Anyways, yeah, don't do that. Don't get one of these. I knew there were some news stories when I was a kid of kids like falling off roofs with Superman capes. They got like the Superman under roofs thing and they got the cape in the back and they're just like, <laughs> to the roof. Superman never has to climb a building first and then fly. Have you noticed that? If you ever think, hey, I think I can fly now, just do it from where you're standing. You don't have to get on something and potentially kill yourself, right? Just fly from there. Apparently, Superman has to point up. Somehow that helps. He doesn't flap anything, no engines. Just point your fist in the direction you want to go. I don't know if his fist propels him or what, but anyways. Two-pound weight. Two-pound weight from Target. All right. Start a little workout regimen with this bad boy. But even on the smallest of weights... There's a warning, consult your doctor before starting any exercise program. Exercise programs of any kind present an inherent danger to the participant. This is my life motto right here. (laughs) Serious or fatal injury can occur. And I'm trying to figure out if I wanted to kill myself with this or somebody else, could I even do it? Like, Oh, you guys are sadistic. (laughs) I can't even think of a way, and you're over here like I've got nine ways, nine things I could do with that weight that would take out everybody in here. I'm gonna put this one back in the trunk. I don't trust you. I can. Can you imagine me calling my doctor, Dr. Louis Tondo in Troutman, North Carolina, which is just south of where I live? And be like, Dr. Tondo, I really need your permission on something. I there's, a, there's an exercise regimen I want to start, and I'm not sure if I'm physically capable of doing this without injuring myself seriously or dying. He's like, well, what are you planning on doing? I got this two-pound pink weight at Target. <laughs> I was going to do some calisthenics with it, maybe lift it up, maybe do some curls, maybe some sideways shoulder, whatever that thing is, where you lift your arm out to the side. See, I don't know, because you know Why? Because any exercise program presents an inherent danger to me. All right, putting this back. No one's dying today. All right. Oh, am I eating my beard? Oh, that's my hair. Okay, I was like, what is going on there? Isn't it? If your hair, girls and guys with long hair, if your hair ever gets in your mouth, you just push it off to the side. If there's a hair on your table or plate, you're leaving the restaurant. It's weird. You're like, no! But I see girls, and I'll see them probably this weekend, like fixing each other's hair and braiding it and everything. You have no problem with other people's hair. But if it's off of a head on something else, it's the most disgusting thing you've ever seen in your life. Anyways. This is a toilet scrubber. If you don't know what it is, help your mom more. This is not a personal hygiene device. I guess some people mistook it as a loofah and did some major exfoliation of their skin. Can you imagine that on the bare back? Yeah! Like, wow! What is that? Is that conditioner? I haven't used anything yet. Anyways, it's a mud mask for the back. What am I? Anyway, so, yeah, don't do that. That's a warning to all of you. Yes. All right. So this next one's not really a warning label. It's more like a warning just in general to you, the user, not that you would sue them, but that they might sue you. And so it's the most interesting one I've ever found. It's from Poof. That's the company. Poof. Made this sidewalk chalk. That's how I say Poof. Anyways, um, and apparently the owner of the, I wish we had a camera to zoom in or something. I don't know if you guys can tell on the side of this. It's got like four bars, which represent colors of chalk. And then what looks like a grape jelly smear. Some of you with 20, 20 or better can see that. There's not a lot of great artwork to this package. It's like the owner of Poof said, hey, to his granddaughter, what would you put on the side? All right. And so that's what it came up with. But here's their like insane warning on the back of this, on the bottom of this. The artwork and design of this package are protected by United States copyright law, may not be reproduced, distributed, displayed, published, or used for any purpose without prior written permission. Is it? What are you worried about? This is from the dollar store or the dollar 25 store, whatever. So, I mean, All human beings, when they're told not to do something, all the way back to Adam, has always like, we want to do it anyway. (laughs) Displayed for the entire message, don't tell the U.S. copyright police, whoever they are. Wow. He's a rebel. That's what you're thinking. He'll do anything. All right. I'm feeling bad. All right, here we go. Should be safe. Okay, on the bottom of this, also dollar store. Construction helmet, it clearly says it. Then it says, this product is a toy and not a safety protective device. But here's my thing. If you run a contractor crew and one of your guys shows up with this on, You shouldn't have him switch. That's how we ended up with all the dumb people we have. (laughs) This is a survival of the fittest scenario. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Kind of. All right. So like first day jitters that that 15 year old you hired might not be the, the right guy for the job. All right, here we go. Now this thing. Oh, they're not in there anymore. Did my wife use those? Okay, so imagine in this package. (laughs) That's why I can't get into any of our outlets. Those little outlet things, the white plug things you stick in that break fingernails. You know those? Anybody ever broke a fingernail trying to, or ripped it, or bent it backwards or anything? Trying to get one of those out just so you can plug something in? We're really afraid that the kids might be able to do it. Here's what it said. An unsupervised child may be able to defeat this product. (laughs) Defeat. First of all, yes, what's the purpose then, but defeat? Do they have their green army men lined up on one side of the bedroom, the white plug protectors on the other side, and they're like, go to battle, you know, and like the green army men like take down the white plug protectors, and they're all just falling over with two prongs up in the air, like, kicking their feet. I don't, that was just kind of weird to me. And then I had another one from the same section in Target again. I was just racking up that day in the baby section. These are the cabinet latches, cabinet and drawer latches. Somebody tell me what you might want to protect, like what you want to keep in the cabinets that you don't want a small child to get. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, hey, if somebody raised your hand Because I can't hear a word, you're saying Blonde girl in the back with the glasses Medicine, Medicine. that's a good one Yeah, you wouldn't want your child to get well um, Just kidding, I know what you mean Yes, right here a lighter. a lighter, a lighter, yeah Tide pods Or your teenager, yeah, right here Alcohol You guys are coming up with more than I would have come up with there's something like that might be in a drawer that would be bad, too. Yeah. In your kitchen. How dangerous is your kitchen that you need all that protection? Somebody might try to make a salad in there. We only meat. All right. Yeah, right here. Knives. There we go. Okay, everybody else put your hands down. I'm sure there's other stuff. My main ones for me are like hazardous chemicals. They're usually under the sink. And then you got the knife drawer. All right. Those are the things that there's the reasons why I bought some for my house and forgot we own some, but we have the magnetic ones, you know? So if you lose that magnet, you just grab something off the fridge and you get into the thing. Don't tell Ezra he can do that. He'll take his like alphabet ones over there and be like, "Mm-hmm. X marks the spot. Yeah. <laughs> what is this milk? No, I'm just kidding. Why does bleach look like it's in a milk jug? That's the problem. All right. Here's what it says. Warning, do not use this product to guard against toxic and dangerous substances, sharp-edged or pointed objects. <laughs> That's the most useless product. Could, could anybody at that company tell me why they created it? Well, it's annoying when they take the pots and pans and go like this. <laughs> this will keep them away from the pots and pans. And they won't wear the Rubbermaid things on their feet as they walk around. or Tupperware, or whatever you happen to have. All right, got a couple more. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. Somebody's like, yes, don't ever open the Bible. Oh, you guys. <laughs> We're getting there. All right. All right, I have a question. Just a serious question. Does anybody have a dental appointment in the next week? Uh, no. Do you really? I could save your parents a lot of money right now. <laughs> What seems to be the problem? Oh, you have braces. Do they need expanded? No, I have to my wire Your wire replaced, so you need the wire off. So it didn't actually say it on this flex one that I have now, but the skill drill I have that died a while back, the skill one in the package said, do not use as a dental drill. Like, who is doing that? I I did use pliers on my son. I told my son that he would get more. That wasn't even in there good. You could have swallowed that. All right. I told my son that if if he allowed allowed me to pull out his loose tooth with pliers, he would get more money under his pillow. But if he didn't, he swallowed it, he would get nothing. And he let me use needle nose pliers to pull his tooth out when he was kid. It didn't hurt. It was loose. Chill out. But there was no warning on the pliers. (laughs) But there was not the drill and it saved his life. Okay. Somebody tell me what these bad boys are if I can get them out of here. I didn't want them to leak or anything. What is this? Ink ink. cartridge, I got a couple different flavors. (laughs) Because the warning on it wasn't not to like poke it with a straw and drink it like a Capri Sun. It was not to eat it, eat it, like chew it up. And I was like, it is, it does look like mixed berry and blueberry is what I got here. Can you imagine somebody's pouring milk over this bad boy and be like, ooh, the milk's changing colors from the little foil thing at the bottom. We just got to get a little bit. That's all the like jaw strength I have. You can't eat it. Like I don't even understand the warning or who did it. Or who was just like gnawing on it, like, I'm going to do this. And how their mom found out when they're like, (laughs) oh, my goodness. Oh, I can't even get this thing out of here. We're going to skip one if I can't get it. We're skipping one. All right, officially. It's okay. It wasn't that good. It was, a, it was a letter opener, and you're supposed to use eye protection. I was going to make a joke about your granny and her shaky hands. I'm just kidding. No, I wasn't really. Uh, all right. <laughs> I didn't know your granny had shaky hands when I said that. Okay, anyways, here's a paring knife. I camp a lot, so this warning is important to me because this would have been like a, you know, a life hack, probably, that somebody did that turned out bad. When taking knives on a trip or picnic, place them in a toothbrush holder. Okay, so here's the problem this warning is stupid. Because if I get up at night and I'm like, I haven't brushed my teeth yet, (laughs) let's put a smile on that face. You know, like, that would be horrible. You come back in, you're like, Hey, mom. (laughs) You know, that'd be bad. Yeah, this one's going to lead. I promise you, somebody's going to sue about that one day. Somebody on a camping trip, when the moon is, like, shrouded in clouds, is going to cut their face open and think their teeth are clean. All right. D batteries. Where is it? Oh, yeah. If swallowed, see doctor. (laughs) I understand that on a AAA battery, and I think they do it just because it's on batteries, but if you can swallow a D battery, you get to join the circus. (laughs) Like that's some skills. I don't even think your throat is wide enough to take that down. At least not at the ages where you would be putting a battery in your mouth. Like now probably, and if if you made it to now, and you do things like that, congratulations. All right. Let me see. This one, Children's allergy medication warns you not to operate heavy machinery or drive a car when you're on this. But it clearly says children. They're like, make sure your child, before they get behind the wheel, they're not impaired. They're not impaired because they're five and they can't reach the pedals, but they can put it in drive. You know, no, this is bad. Alright. One more. Oh one of them's missing. Hmm. So I have this little pop gun thing. I promise you, this is this would be funnier if I had the other one. I don't know what happened to it. I had I had a keychain. A keychain of a cap gun. A keychain. And they both had the same warning. And still, it was in the package, but it said, maybe mistaken as an actual firearm by law personnel or others. The keychain! I get pulled over, it's hanging from my keys. Sir, put your hands where I can see them. I'm going to need to reach in and get your gut. I don't have a gun. I don't have a concealed, I don't have anything. And he just, like, slowly takes out my keys and tosses them on the ground to his partner. I would be like, dude, you really thought that was going to harm you. Anyway. So, all right. So I've got one more warning label and this one's found in scripture. You see, because somebody did something stupid somewhere, there's always got to be a warning label. So the rest of us know what's going on. And you can read that and say, wow, somebody ended up in the emergency room who knew they were allergic to peanuts but didn't think that cocktail peanuts might contain peanuts. <laughs> so they had to put a warning label on that. Adam and Eve, like we talked yesterday, made the mistake, deliberate mistake, of eating from a tree that would opt them out of an ongoing relationship with God and opt them out out of ongoing eternal life. You see, the original plan wasn't heaven. Heaven. The original plan was an eternity on earth with God. No death, no dying, no sorrow, no pain. You don't have to go to be where God is because God is here hanging out with you. And the rift that sin cost led to a warning label that is on every single one of us. Don't look for it. We didn't slap it on your back when you came in. It's written here in scripture, but it might as well be on the package that you came in. You know that. And bionic, fluid, whatever. Anyways, no, I'm just kidding. No, um, but here it says this, and we're going to go through the chapter. So you probably won't be able to get to verse 12. It's probably not by itself. Um, but verse 12 of Romans 5 says, "Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. We're born with the sin nature." the likelihood and the tendency towards sin and choosing the wrong way and abusing freedom. And we're guilty, not because Adam and Eve did something, but because we all sinned. We've got the reason to sin and the, the original sin that comes with us is that sin nature that we've got that makes us, not makes us, it's our choice, <laughs> but it, it's a tendency towards that and we choose sin and every single person does. And because of that, we got this warning label on us that Romans 6.23 says, the payment or wages for sin is death. And that warning label's there. And Christ came to peel that warning label off and say, this isn't needed anymore. Because the gift of Christ, the gift of God is eternal Christ, eternal life. Sorry, I just really want to say Christ because I love him. All right? through, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, he takes that off of us. And it tells us leading up to verse 12 that it says in verse six of chapter five of Romans, you see at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Just the right time. Well, couldn't Jesus have come today? Couldn't he have died of lethal injection or something, you know, and and had capital punishment today and died for our sins? Well, without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins and not bulls and goats, but a man for mankind. Because of that, Jesus had to come at a time where the capital punishment was going to drain his blood, where it wasn't going to just be a firing squad or a guillotine or an electric chair or something like that. It had to be all of it. He was going to give us all of himself. He had to come at a time where the message could be spread easily. Alexander the Great had taken over the world. He had Hellenized the world, meaning he had taught them Greek customs and taught everyone Greek. So they could write the Bible, even though they were Hebrews, they could write it in Greek and no matter where they went and shared it, people could read it as a second language. But he didn't come during the Greek empire. He came during the Roman empire because there wasn't a series of roads and harbors and ports in place to get the gospel out quickly after his resurrection. So everything was timed to the right moment. We'll talk tonight about even time to the right day the specific day because he would be that final Passover lamb and he had it happen at the exact moment that he gave his life up willingly. Jesus wasn't caught off guard and taken and powerless to do something. He was powerful, chose the just right time while we were the ones who were powerless, powerless to regain access to God. Very rarely, Now, think about yourself for a second in this verse. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Like, I'm not going to be like, he's a really good guy. I'm going to go push him out of the way of that bus. Now, in the moment, you might push somebody out of the way of the bus, but if you had a few moments, and I came up to you and said, in just five minutes, that guy is going to get hit with a bus. And you're like, oh, well, let me tell you about him. He's a really good guy. Family man. Got kids and everything. You're weighing it, and somebody might decide to, but when you think about it, you start thinking about, I'm in a family. I have a mom. I have a dad. I want to have kids one day. I want to get married. I want to do this, and all of a sudden, most of us would step back and be like, okay, now that I've had time to think about it, I'm not doing it. Very rarely would somebody die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die, but God demonstrated his own love for us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It'd be like me walking up to you and being like, okay, if, if, if just the moment happened, I already know in the future, you would have pushed this person out of the way of that bus. But you have five minutes until that happens. Let, and you can't stop them from walking out there. Let me tell you, this person is a convicted murderer or a child molester or a terrorist or something like that. And you weigh that, You're not even weighing it anymore. You're like, the bus isn't good enough. Let's hit him from both sides with two buses, right? We're thinking that way as people. It's not that God was like, you guys are pretty good. Let me come make up the little bit of lack you have in your life. While we were sinners, at our worst, he loved us. And we're not wired that way, to love people at their worst, to love people we don't like at our worst, to love people who are doing things that we consider unforgivable at our worst. That's when Jesus came to die for us. It says a lot about his love. Since we have been justified, justified means just if I'd never sinned, wiped clean, empty slate. Since we have been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Jesus endured all of the punishment that should have happened to us. For if while we were God's enemies, that's diametrically opposed to, you might think God views me as his enemy. Remember, Jesus said, love your enemies. So when God views you as an enemy, it's not how we view enemies. It means we're diametrically opposed to him, but yet he loved us and sent his son for us. While we were his enemies, we were reconciled or brought back to him through the death of his son. How much more having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through him, we have now received reconciliation. We have now been brought back. Then he says, therefore, that means everything that he just said, therefore, because of that, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. Paul goes on to make the case that that doesn't have the, have the final word on you. That death is not the end. Just because it's the sentence doesn't mean that um, you're going to have to pay that sentence on your own. Jesus already has. Tonight we'll talk a little bit more about that perfect timing and some layers to something we practice in the church that maybe you haven't, haven't thought about before of how intentional Christ was to bring you back into into a relationship with him. That he pursued us when we weren't pursuing him. That he was like, no, humanity's not going out like that. They've made a mistake. That mistake has to be paid for. I'll pay for it. Would you guys bow your heads with me? I know there might be some people here who are struggling with where you are with God. God. In the craziness and running around and everything today, I want you to keep in the back of your mind or the forefront of your mind, where are you with Jesus? Do you know about him? Or are you kind of a casual fan? Do you have a relationship with him? You might think, well, you don't know what I've done, Nate. God does. And he died for you anyway. He loves us in spite of our sin. He knows what we were created for, what the original purpose was for. And like a lot of these warning labels up here, the original purpose of an iron not being to iron clothes while people are wearing them. He knows that we're not living in our true purpose. We are running headlong into things that do damage to us. And he puts up a boundary and says, this doesn't have to be it. I have made a way for you to live for real. Consider that in your heart and in your mind today as you go throughout the day. As we, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it tonight, but we're also going to talk about it in our small groups in just a moment. So let me pray for you, and then you guys are dismissed to small groups. God, I thank you so much for each and every person here. Lord, that, that sin doesn't have to have the final word over us. Death doesn't have the final word over us. You defeated death. You defeated sin on the cross. And because we have freedom and you've given us that freedom, you've still left it in our court to choose whether or not we will continue in our sins or accept your death in our place. So we thank you for that opportunity and for that choice to opt back into a relationship with you that was opted out of so many years ago. Thank you and praise you. Bless the time we're about to have together in our small groups. In Jesus' name, amen.